Asalaamu Alaikum and welcome back to Smart Muslimer Podcast. If you're new here, my name is Farhat and I'm a teacher turned podcaster and the author of the guided journal Girl, Your Goal is Jannah. My new book is your roadmap to inspire change, navigate life's challenges and achieve your ultimate goal, Jannah. Let's talk about detoxifying your mind, body and soul and getting ready for Ramadan. So Ramadan is just less than 30 days away and in the hustle and bustle of our daily lives, the approach of Ramadan can sometimes catch us off guard. I always get caught off guard. It's like it suddenly appears even though it's in my calendar and I know it's coming up soon. But, you know, what if I told you that the journey towards spiritual renewal and self-improvement begins long before the first crescent moon graces the sky. By embracing small changes now, so that means now, today, we can gradually cleanse our minds, bodies and souls, making the transition into Ramadan smoother and more fulfilling than ever before. And the reason why I wanted to talk about this is that this whole idea of being caught off guard and suddenly you have to start fasting. That's something that I always found difficult, whether I, when I was young, when I was working. And the reason why I want to talk about mind, body and soul is that Islam tells you how to take care of all, all three. And when it comes to Ramadan, of course, we are fasting from food. But I think we need to start thinking about Ramadan in a more holistic manner and keeping those three things in mind, that how can we improve our mind, body and soul? Because I've been doing a lot of reading about Islam and mental health and Islamic psychology, which inshallah I hope to share in future podcasts with you. And I've I've written a lot about that in my new book, Girl, Your Goal is Jannah. I've started to add those gems that I'm learning, I'm putting that into my writing And so I thought when it comes to Ramadan, should I be honest with you, how I used to prepare for my family anyway, the focus really was on preparing my fridge and my cupboards that have I got all the food that I need. So of course the dates, but you know, the ketchup, the yogurt, because there's going to be fried stuff, you know, having besan, which is gram flour for pakore. And I know other people, they will like make lots of samosas and freeze them and spring rolls and like I've got family who that used to be a big part of preparing for Ramadan it was a lot of focus was on preparing the food so so that life would be easier during Ramadan they wouldn't have to do all that cooking beforehand but I think that's and that's fine alhamdulillah because there's lots of reward in feeding a family isn't there and sharing food but I think we can do that, but we I think we can do better. We can do more, inshallah. And I just I'm gonna just in this podcast episode I will share some a few things that I think are easy to focus on. I don't want you to feel overwhelmed and you should always be realistic about, you know, setting some Ramadan goals, setting your you know, whether it's your spiritual improvement, your improvement in your taqwa. That should all be 
keep it realistic because if we over, you know, do it and. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Put things that we, like we always start off really good. I did anyway, and Ramadan started off really well, and then it would peter away, and it would kind of, kind of flatline. And I would like to not do that, inshallah, this Ramadan. Uh, but I just had to share with you, I can no longer fast because... Um, of my health condition I have cancer and so therefore fasting is no longer possible for me but it then has opened up a new door for me to think about well if I'm not you know when I would fast I I would find it very difficult just generally I I don't know why I've always found fasting very hard I'm not sure why maybe some people are in the same boat as me but now that I'm not going to fast, I think I can then focus on reading Quran and, you know, reading Islamic books and listening to Islamic lectures. I can do more of that because I can concentrate more because I can still have my tea. I can still uh, have drink water. You know, that physical um, issues that I had are gone. So Alhamdulillah, you know. It's, it's a silver lining I can't fast but then I thought I have to change my mindset to think well there's more things that I can do now inshallah so that's um that that's what I was thinking about now so let's just okay let's focus on um I think an easy thing to start doing now is I'm going to talk about hydration now it really is key you know if we prepare ourselves for the rigors of fasting we can, one of the ways we can do this, if we start getting hydrated now, so, you know, we all know we should drink more water. It's interesting, I've started to drink more water because of my health condition, and I find it really does help in my, because I have the certain medications I have to take, and just having a lot of water, and, you know, I know, as you know, we're supposed to have like seven glasses a day. Making the effort to do that has really helped with my headaches, with my just my general you know I'm going to talk to tell you my digestion it's made massive improvements and the thing is that if you start preparing your if you're dehydrated now and then in Ramadan you're going to be even more dehydrated 
So that's going to cause those headaches. It's going to cause that fatigue. So if you get into the habit of drinking more water now, your body will thank you. And then during Ramadan, again, stay away from the juices. Okay, let's reduce the juices, reduce the fizzy and just drink pure water. Like I've started to drink water. I bought myself a jug that filters water and I was quite shocked that the when on the packet said it filters out lead I was like thinking wow I didn't know there was lead in the water and one of the reasons why there's lead in the water is that the pipes that transport water you know that our whole water system some of it is really old and they don't clean it so there's chemicals and basically trace metal materials in the pipes and it's going into our water and Honestly, the difference between the taste in the filtered water and the normal water is frankly shocking. But just the whole idea, start drinking more water now and then inshallah in Ramadan, drink more water as well. Just drink pure water. Just keep away from the, you know, the fizzy is so bad for your stomach. And um, yeah, so that's the first thing. And that's easy, isn't it? So start drinking more water. Okay, so the next thing would be start to eat more healthy. That would be the other thing. And when I say that, it's when you think healthy food is unprocessed food. So stuff that isn't coming out of a packet. So whether that's crisps, chocolates, you know, anything that has lots of, doesn't have, I'm going to call it fake food, frankly, you know, fruits, vegetables, nuts food that Allah's created and is pure and is natural and has not had loads of other additives or preservatives or you know again fizzy is an example of that lots of added sugar that's what you want to start reducing the amount you're having and you will feel better very quickly actually and you know just and if you can't it's about weaning yourself off and so that when you then in Ramadan when you're going to eat you know for if um sahri that you have things like homemade granola yogurt kefir fruit nuts that will keep you fuller for long you know eggs milk you know whichever type of milk you want that will keep you fuller for longer and it's just much better for you and within that, I would say having vitamin supplements, you know, we are literally all deficient in vitamin D. Take a vitamin, start taking a vitamin D supplement now on a multivitamin um, and it will really help improve your health. And then again, during Ramadan, continue doing that. OK, so that's num- that was number two. Now, number three. So. If you start to set yourself some small goals that what would you like to cleanse? You know, we're talking about mind, body and soul that if you think if you I'm just going to give some examples. So, you know, um, if you have the intention that, okay, there are certain things I would like to change about my life and my lifestyle in particular. So these are your actions we're speaking about here. So it might be that you decide, okay, I'm going to recite a new, start reciting one new du'a, 
whether it's the, the morning du'a, whether it's the du'a for eating, it could be the du'a for going to the bathroom, it could be the nighttime adhkar, it could be reading, you know, the ghuls, the protection du'as over yourself, that if you say to yourself, I'm going to, that's some, I'm just going to improve one du'a and start reading it. You might decide that, okay, I want to learn a new surah of Quran, you know, a short one to begin with, or I want to start reciting Aydul Gursi after my Salah, or I'm going to sit on the prayer mat for five minutes, or even three minutes after I pray, I'm not going to just jump off, and I'm going to do dua, or I'm, let's say I'm going to read um, Allahu Akbar, or Alhamdulillah, or Subhanallah, you know, I'm, I'm talking about really small things that you can do, start doing now, and then you can start to you know, continue, you'll continue that during Ramadan and then maybe you could start a new one, add add to that little list that you've got. Um, so that's, you know, things that you can do. There's other things, for example, um, you know, regarding your lifestyle, whether it's how much um, Netflix you watch or how many YouTube videos you watch and in particular who you're watching or who you're following. I think that's pretty important because... I'm not saying it, watching stuff is it's fine it's the it's what we watch and I think if we start to reduce now it will be it, it's like it's a seamless what's the transition into Ramadan and um okay so you could be thinking about your friends are there friends in your life that you think you know what they actually are going to make my life harder during Ramadan because they're going to be continuing to let's say hang out with boys or men you know they are going to they're real gossips they just love backbiting or it or it's not they love it but they just do it quite often maybe you might be think so you're thinking maybe how can I start to reduce the amount of time I spend with them or you know where could I find some better friends who will have a more positive influence on me you know, so where will those people be? Will they be in the masjid? Will you know? But I'm thinking more uni, school, work. It's it's those interactions. I always had at work. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't like in one school. Like I actually couldn't stand the people I worked. They were pretty much all non-Muslim, and I I used to spend lunch times alone or go in my free periods. I'd go and find a classroom. And go and mark and get away from them. And I know they didn't like it. They used to think I'm a... They, I don't know what they used to do. But I thought being around them was... It would just be me listening to them gossiping. Me listening to them swearing. Me listening to them... I, I just thought, I, why am I doing... I don't have to hang around with these people. So I'd rather... I don't care if they think I'm a loner. But, um, yeah. So, you see, it's... I know it's not easy, but you could... Um, think about that you know you might be deciding okay I want to dress more modestly that's something that's going to be a goal for me and now I can start thinking about like look at my wardrobe and think well do I need to start getting some more modest clothes how can I make my wardrobe more loose fitting you know more in line with Islamic ideals and you know alhamdulillah maybe you might decide that yes I want to start wearing hijab so these these things happen won't happen by themselves 
you have to start thinking and planning, okay, how am I going to start doing this? And like I said, I'm, I'm telling you to do it gradually. And because then in Ramadan, you're going to, you know, when you get that boost of your Iman and the angels of, you know, are there and the shaitan are locked up. It just gets easier and easier. But um, yeah, so just start, start think, think about that. And the thing is that you want to, you know, if you start aligning your actions with your Jannah goals now, then you lay the groundwork for lasting change that will carry through Ramadan and beyond, inshallah. So I'm just going to do, we know the blessings of Ramadan, but I'm just going to mention two hadith. You know, the significance of Ramadan is beautifully encapsulated in the words of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. In a hadith narrated by Abu Huraira, which goes, When Ramadan begins, the gates of paradise are open, the gates of hell are closed, and the devils are chained. That's in Bukhari. This hadith highlights the spiritual opportunities that Ramadan presents, where the barriers between individuals and the ultimate goal of attaining Jannah are lowered, and the temptations of evil are diminished. And so, it is possible... I think that's what we have to think. Things seem so... When you're trying to follow Islam and you're trying to please Allah, shaitan will whisper to you so much that you can't do this. This is too hard. Or what will people say? Or people are going to laugh at you. Or they're going to think, what's up with her? But that's... You have to overcome them, inshallah. And um, and start planning. So another... In the Quran, Allah says... The purpose of fasting in Ramadan, Surah Al-Baqarah, O you who have believed, um, decreed upon you is fasting as it was decreed upon those before you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss that you may become righteous and that's what we want to be we want to be righteous yeah um this verse underscores that the ultimate goal of fasting is to attain righteousness and god consciousness taqwa striving for moral excellence and spiritual elevation and they are isn't they just that's what I want you know and that's what they are our goals inshallah okay so now let's move on to something we all struggle with I know I struggle with um it's reduced your screen time so if we think of um you know the random scrolling and the random unintentional watching of YouTube videos without any real purpose that is what we want to 
reduce yeah we want to be more intentional you know if your social media use is intentional then great you know you're kind of living your best life but with most of us and certainly for me um and still a little bit to this day um my our social media use is not intentional and the whole point of these you know the social media apps and the companies um and the reason why they pay hundreds of thousands to engineers to work on social media apps is so that they can hijack our attention and so they can get us on this hamster wheel you know kind of slot machine dopamine hit just you know get this feeling as if we have to constantly check tiktok or instagram or twitter or whatever you know your your thing is and because all of these pop uh, platforms are now algorithmic that's, that's quite a mouthful <laughs> rather than chronological as in they're not by date you know you will never be up to date you know if you're thinking oh, I'm going to just catch up it's not that will never happen it will keep you know there's the constant scroll is there for a reason it never hasn't it's never ending and so you never catch up with news feeds because there's always more that the algorithm will feed us and we just need to be aware of this. Now, I know with everything that's happening in Palestine, we want to be up to date. And the thing is that it's in, that be intentional, yeah? Be aware of, okay, I was looking at something about Palestine or something, whether anything about the Ummah, but have has it now, am I scrolling onto unnecessary stuff? Have I actually got the information I needed? Or have I, you know, if you're liking, commenting and sharing to push the Palestinian content up the algorithm, if you've done that, then you need to know, okay, then there has to be a point where you stop. Because that's how I've tried to do it. I, I think, yeah, I'm going to go on, I'm going to do that, and then I'm going to stop. Because um, I'll tell you, it's the cat videos that always get me. And I, and it's like the it goes on cat videos then it goes on to god no and then i I don't know where i am um so there are a bunch of different practical strategies that we can use to stop the scrolling hijack um now the first one is that you um there's some you can find free apps that um artificially add a loading screen to all your social media apps so when you when you open twitter it will be like, nope, you got to wait five seconds and do you still want to open Twitter? And then it will give you, and so what it does, it's like this, um, it breaks the cycle of scrolling because when it takes five seconds to open Twitter, you then realise, oh, hang on, um, in that time, do I actually want to open Twitter or not? And then most of the time, you don't because it's, instead of it just being an unthinking thing, you think, oh, hold on, do I really need to go on this? So you can find free apps that will do that. Sometimes they're actually built into the phone. The other thing I per- found personally quite super helpful is to just remove all social media apps from my home screen. So in order for me to now open, let's say Instagram, I have to swipe down physically, type in Instagram, and then click on the thing, which is just a level of friction where my fingers haven't yet developed the muscle memory to like doing that thing. Whereas, you know, back when it was on my home screen, it would just be swipe, 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 Instagram, cool, done. And before I knew it, I'm scrolling the newsfeed, even though I never intended to. So screen time limits on your phone are really are, are very good. Um, 
also um, there's a bit of a this is a bit of a like a hot take but genuinely I think that these social media companies have run a massive scam that's convinced us that we need to scroll social media in order to relax okay that that's a um that that's something now you can get you know you can put your phone on focus mode you can turn off your notifications you know these are all things that you can um you know don't bring your phone to into your bedroom for example that's something i've stopped doing and that way you can't you just have to you can relax as in breathe and or meditate or just sleep you know slowly now going back to this idea of relaxing I've heard so many people say this like oh you know scrolling TikTok for two hours before bed really helps me relax really uh, I'm pretty sure I've never seen any study that confirms that TikTok is anything other than a stimulant and like reduces the quality of your sleep if you you know this so this idea it's, it's just not true and that goes for any social media app to be honest now people did not you know haven't um weren't created to constantly scroll and get their dopamine hit as a form of relaxation that it just doesn't make sense um sure i appreciate that we all need ways to relax but generally there are ways to relax that are actually relaxing rather than scrolling social media apps and what i would recommend you do like with all the tips that I'm giving in this podcast is kind of experiment with what you might want to try in your own life. Try the experiment of deleting all the apps from your phone. Try the experiment of installing an app that puts this, you know, like timer and doesn't let you go on to the app straight away. If you try these out, you'll find that some of them will work for you and some of them might not, but you're sort of treating yourself like a system to see what are the inputs and tweaks I can make to my system that will stop me as a robot from actually habitually checking X, you know, or Twitter and just randomly scrolling and wasting a lot of my time. Because if you think about Ramadan, you don't want to waste time then, you know. So if you can get yourself out of the habit of mindlessly and remember that's what I'm really talking about here is mindless unintentional scrolling inshallah that will really help you and um okay now the last thing no one more well actually these can go together that I would really recommend journaling I have been doing journaling on and off and I find that when you want to you know there's one very easy way to you know gratitude journaling you know where you write down what you're grateful for Uh, but I know so many sisters I speak to now they they'll journal about you know let's say they about a mistake they did something they did in the day and then they kind of write about well why did I do that for example why did I get angry with my brother and why did I shout at him what triggered me and they like talk it through it's like a bit of therapy for themselves and what happened what could I have done better what can I do to avoid from you know shouting and having a go at my brother what and you know even apologizing on paper that makes it easy to apologize in person so just having a journal you know where it's like as you know we're cleansing our external environment 
and then we want to turn inward and purify our hearts and minds. So take time each day for self-reflection and introspection, journaling your thoughts and feelings as you prepare for Ramadan. The act of journaling can be immensely beneficial, allowing us to gain clarity, express gratitude and track our spiritual progress. And it's something it's, I don't know how to describe, when you just write down and you pour your thoughts out, it helps you calm down. It really does. It is very good for your mental health. And, um, you know, my journal, Girl, Your Guide is Journal, that's one reason why, because I was doing this myself, I thought, let me create a book which encompasses a lot of the spiritual goals things that we find I have found difficult with you know as a Muslim woman growing up in the west the things that I find difficult whether that's as an individually as a within my family within my community things that's what I put down lots of prompts lots of um, questions for you to think about mull over things that you may not have thought about and it may you know spark something in you that will help your spiritual growth and your goal in getting to Jannah because we all have barriers so it's um you know you can seek forgiveness from those you may have wronged and release any lingering resentment or negativity by purifying our inner selves we create space for Allah's light to enter and illuminate our souls and journaling is such a good activity compared to just scrolling on um you know social media because there's so many studies done about the benefits of journaling and there are studies that be done about the anxiety created by Instagram and TikTok especially for women and you know inshallah I'll, I'll talk I've spoken about that I speak about that in my book smart teenage muslimah but I don't think we realize because we're just so used to doing it now we don't realize the negative impact social media has on us whereas journaling is something for you you're giving time to yourself your it's your me time it's a time for you to stop and pause and breathe and let pour out your thoughts and that can only be good for you inshallah so finally as let us approach Ramadan with a spirit of gratitude and humility set aside time every day to think about you know how can I be more kind how can I be more charitable how can I be more compassionate how can I be kind to myself and to others and so you know let us embark on this journey inshallah now today start cleansing and renewing ourselves with an open heart you know and again focusing on our mind our body and our soul inshallah we, we sh- all three are connected so may Allah guide us on this path and grant us the strength and perseverance in the days to come I mean and may Allah prepare us and make us ready for Ramadan um, inshallah um, my book Girl Your Gold is Jannah is available from Amazon and all good Islamic bookshops Are you ready to embark on a journey that will change the course of your life? In a world overflowing with distractions, my new guided journal, Girl, Your Goal is Jannah, is the guiding star 
you've been searching for. Finding your path to Jannah may seem daunting, but this journal is your trusted companion, offering timeless wisdom, thought-provoking questions, and quotes from the Quran and Sunnah. It's more than just a book, it's your sanctuary for introspection. Embrace the uncomfortable questions, break free from the lies told to you about who you are and become who you were truly meant to be. The profound teaching of Islam's will come to life as you integrate them into your daily routine, unlocking the transformative power of faith. Are you yearning for guidance to stay focused on your most cherished aspiration, Jannah? Each passage in this treasury of wisdom is a source of strength, reminding you that your blessed destination is within reach. So join countless Muslims on their sacred journey to Jannah, building good habits and breaking the ones that hold you back. This book is your roadmap to inspire change, navigate life's challenges and achieve your ultimate goal. Inshallah, your path is clear and this book is your guide. Each passage includes scripture, an inspiring ayah or hadith to reflect and meditate on, giving you time to memorize and ingrain it into your heart and soul. A guided journal, pages with thoughts and questions prompted by the ayah and hadith along with space to record your own thoughts and responses. It's a perfect companion for individual study or group Islamic study. It's available to buy from Amazon and all good Islamic bookstores. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.